Good morning, y'all. It's great to see y'all's happy faces this morning. I'm sure y'all had a great night's sleep on the air mattresses, on the floors. It's wonderful. <clears throat> Guys, today we celebrate this first Saturday Mass, a devotion in the church to our Blessed Mother, the first five first Saturdays of uh, each month, given to us by Our Lady when she appeared to three little kids in Fatima. We can talk about that another time. Um, you know, growing up, uh, I don't know what your family life was like. Uh, I grew up in a typical Catholic household. Um, you know, mom and dad going to church. I'm the youngest of four. Um, and, uh, you know, we had a close family. But uh, my faith, it was just a typical faith. It was just go to Mass on Sundays. And that was, that was you know, kind of like what it was. And um, whenever I had my conversion, I was a junior in high school. That summer going into my junior year. And I say conversion, the awakening in my faith, right? Um, but uh, it was really in and through Mary's intercession, right? Um, I just had this really powerful experience with the presence of Mary in my life. And, uh, and so I never struggled with those questions people have, like, well, why do Catholics pray to Mary? Well, why don't you just go straight to Jesus? I never had a problem with that. I understood Mary was my mom, you know? And there were times in my life, and you can think about this too, whenever you wanted something, and you really, you know, you went and asked your dad, and your dad was like, no, you can't go do that. You know, who do you go to next? Mom. Well, mom has a little way into dad's heart, you know. Um, and so Mary's role for me was very motherly. Um, and I guess that's because growing up, uh, I didn't have a real close relationship with my dad. Um, catechism of the Catholic Church says that the father in the family is the first reflection of the father's love the eternal Father's love, the Heavenly Father. So the experience you experience from your dad many times is the first experience you get of what God the Father, what His love is like. Well, growing up, my dad was a great man, a great protector, a gentle man, uh, but my dad was also an alcoholic. And so that changed the dynamics a little bit, right? And he wasn't a mean alcoholic, right? He wasn't an abusive alcoholic. He was a, uh, he was a philosophical alcoholic. Uh, the more he drank, the more he wanted to talk about his emotions. And I'm like, uh, uh. No, <laughs> I'm just going to go play with my friends. Um, and then we talk about Jesus being a brother, like Jesus is your brother, he's your friend. Well, my brother was a drug addict. He was addicted to cocaine and marijuana. So for me, I didn't quite understand what this whole brotherly love was because I was simply terrified of my brother. But I knew mama's love. I knew that in a lived experience, right? And so Mary became a very important role for me. And so I didn't struggle with all that stuff of why do you pray to Mary? Well, because I just understood her and she understood me and I knew that love that she has. You know, there's a part in Scripture, um, Father Patrick spoke about it last night, the prodigal son. And we always focus on the son that went away and did all the bad stuff, right? Um, and then he comes back and he smells like a pig and the father loves him and it's all good. And it's like, oh, that's, that's me, right? But there's the other son. There were two sons. The other son was a son that did everything right. He was a son that didn't leave home. He was a son that whenever the, his little brother left, he was there to pick up the pieces. This was the good son who did everything perfect. And whenever his younger brother comes back from his life of carousing and drunkenness and prostitution and all that stuff... Um, he gets jealous, and he comes to his father, and he says, Why have you killed the fatted calf? I've been with you all this time, and never once have you allowed me to kill a fatted calf to have with my friends. And I love what the father says to the son. He says, Son, 
Everything I have is yours. Everything I have is yours. And whenever you look at this, it's a parable, right? But you put those onto the words of Jesus, onto the lips of Jesus. And he tells us, everything I have is yours. All that the Father has given to me, I want to give to you. And so you can think of that with Jesus. Everything that he has, he wants to give to you. He wants to give that life to you. He wants to give the blessings to you. He wants to speak to you about the, the words that the Father has given to him. He wants to give everything to you, including his mom. He wants to give his mom to you, and he did on the cross. On the cross, Jesus is dying, and he, his very last thing, the most prized possession he has, the one thing that he holds on to last, he looks at the disciple, John, who's standing there, but the word says the disciple whom Jesus loved. He looked at his disciple. That's you. That's me. We're disciples of Jesus. And he says, behold your mother. Take her. She's yours. Like that's the moment of God giving us the most greatest gift for our lives was right there at the foot of the cross to give us Mary as our mother. And so many times we struggle, right? And, and, and so we turn to Our Lady. Jesus was the one who asked Our Lady in everything. Jesus was obedient to Mary. Can you imagine that? The Son of God, obedient to Mary and to Joseph? That's incredible. And so if we want to be more like Jesus, guess what we got to do? We got to be obedient to Mary. We got to come to Our Lady. We got to be like Jesus and love her the most Greatest part of Jesus' heart was the love he had for his own mother. He took flesh of her flesh, bone of her bones, became man. Can never replace the love that a son has for his mom. And so far from Jesus being jealous, if somebody has a devotion to Mary, he's not going to sit there and pout. <laughs> they talk to my mom more than they talk to me. Jesus don't deal like that. He doesn't, he doesn't have that kind, of, that kind of jealousy, right? He loves when we go to Our Lady, right? He wants to share her with the whole world because she's the greatest creation that he ever created. You know, a lot of people think, especially as men, we think, oh, I can't go to Mary, right? She's going to, like, it's, gonna, it's a feminine kind of spirituality. Me, man. Yeah, that thing about can't go to Mary because it's going to form a spiritual, a feminine spirituality, it's a lie from the depths of hell. <laughs> Mary would never take away your masculinity, brothers. She will never emasculate you. She will always take your masculine heart and build it up and form it to look like the very heart of her son Jesus, the heart that is pierced with love, a heart that wants to give itself to everybody so that it can know the fullness of its masculinity. That's what Our Lady wants to do for you. She will never tear you down as a man. She will never emasculate you and make you feel less than who you are. She formed the heart of the Son of God and she formed the heart of St. Joseph, the strongest men that ever walked the face of the earth. She knows how to form your hearts, brothers. And for the women, Our Lady is the one that teaches you how to be a woman. Our Lady is the one that's going to teach you as her beloved daughter what it means to be truly modest, the great virtue that Satan wants to destroy. 
teach you how to be truly feminine. This word feminism in our world has seemed to be a, 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 a like, I've got to be woman and I've got to like conquer everything and I can do everything a man can do. Okay, yeah, maybe you can. But look, God has put proper order into things and God wants to give you as, as women our Blessed Mother as the example of what it means to be a woman of God, a woman of grace, a woman of strength, a woman of dignity. No greater dignity was ever given to anybody in the entire creation of the world than the dignity that was given to Mary, a woman, to bear the Son of God. No greater gift. So Mary will teach you as her daughters what it means to be a woman of dignity, of strength, of character. She'll form that in you. Mary's last words in the Bible. She speaks very few times. Her last words in the Bible, some of you know this, is at the wedding feast at Cana, right before Jesus performs the great miracle of the multiplication of the wine. What does Mary say to the, the head waiter? Real simple. Do whatever he tells you. That's her last words. She doesn't speak again in all of the scriptures. She's present again, but she doesn't speak. That's Mary's mantra. That's what she wants to say to each one of us today, this weekend. If you don't know Our Lady, ask Jesus, Jesus, would you please introduce me to your mom? Because I think she's pretty cool. I want to get to know her. She's my mom. Everybody wants to know their mom. I was walking with someone a while back that was adopted and uh, they found out who their birth mom was. Something inside of them wanted to get to know their mom in that way. And so, ask Jesus this weekend. Introduce me to your mother. And if you already know her, come to know her more. She's the greatest mystery, the greatest love that the world has ever seen. Right? And so, <clears throat> she's going to simply tell you, do whatever Jesus tells you to do. Follow his will. That's what she wants us to do, is to do the will of God. Because God created you for something that only you can do. Nobody else can do it in the entire creation of the world. You've been created for a purpose. Mary knows that purpose, and she wants you to receive that from Jesus so that you can go and as, I don't know, some people say it was Ignatius that said this, some people say it was Teresa of Avila. I don't think we really know who said this quote. But whenever you're doing what you've been created to do by God, you will go and you will set the world on fire. Right? You will. One person can change. Look what Mother Teresa of Calcutta did. Change the world. John Paul II changed the world. You have the same gift, same opportunity this weekend. Come to know Jesus and come to know Jesus through Mary. Amen?